I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. They haven't won. They, print all that they do that, yes, they, they do do that. So they can hand them out after. We've gone back to the Tom Fitzmorris music. <laughs> I like it though. It reminds me of Tom. Wait, what? The chase scenes in the Tom and Jerry cartoons and stuff. <laughs> so anyway, going back to Miss Lisa, Miss Leah. I'm sorry. And then you know, and then at break we played some Doctor John too. I mean, what a loss. But, I mean, Miss Leah was, you know, close and dear to my heart. You know, I ate uh, for the first time at Dookie Chase two weeks ago, three weeks ago. It was good. Was it good? It was great. Yeah. It was really good. Um, the history there is unbelievable. You know, they're about to open up that upstairs dining room. Really? And the history, that's where they used to have civil rights meetings and stuff. I mean, Martin Luther mm-hmm. King actually ate up there, really? you know, and they had meetings up there. And they have pictures of all the famous know. people. Like, they've got President Obama was in there. Right. And I think both Bushes. Right. That's kind of it. Those are the only two presidents I think she cooked for. But, I mean, yeah, they were good. They, Martin Luther were, King was. We all looked happy and having, having fun. It's like every picture you see of her in the restaurant, she's having fun, you know? She always had a smile on her face. Right. Amazing. But, I mean, they're about to do a whole bunch of stuff with that restaurant, which would be great. I mean, that they, when I went, there would have been a an hour wait, probably, I'm thinking. If oh, I, yeah, man. If you had know. called ahead and gotten an arrangements, right. wait, but, but there were people waiting for a long time. So opening that second floor. Was it still probably. just the buffet? No, it was it was table service. It was table service. Mm-hmm. Good. Because they used to have a buffet for lunch. And that's what we'd go for. It was great. Mm, okay. We went for dinner. It was really good. It was my food blogger group. Yep. So I just heard that Belize actually is closing. You know, a lot of restaurants are closing right now. Why is that? I don't know, man. A lot of them are on. It could be that there's too many. So there's a lot of restaurants open, you know, and there's only so many people to... Can you hear me? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there just could be too many restaurants in the marketplace. There, there are a lot of restaurants. I mean, we've got 1,800 restaurants or something. Yeah. And 100,000 less people than we had before Katrina. So we've got 1,000 more restaurants right. than we had pre-Katrina with... You know, something like 100,000 less people. Right. But I think we have a whole lot more tourism now. 
So fortunately, we have a lot of visitors. Yeah, I mean, I was just down on Canal Street earlier today uh, at, at a restaurant, and there's people everywhere. Right. Middle of the week, there's yep. tourists every. It's 115 degrees outside. Oh my God. You know, I walk in the mornings, and I mean, you sweat like a goose. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, crazy man. I need to do that. So I mean, there have been some restaurants recently that closed. I guess Belize is one of them, and then, um, oh gosh. Sucre just closed. Sucre. Yeah. All of their locations. That was a shame, man. Yeah. I mean, they um, they did a great job. I mean, that was some great chocolate, mm-hmm. you know. Well, Good you people, know, too. What happens when the, when when one restaurant closes, opportunity for another one else comes along. Yeah. Right. And a lot of times when you see a restaurant close, sometimes, not a lot of times, sometimes you see a restaurant close because that chef is pursuing a new opportunity somewhere else. And right. it's time to move to the next, you know, the next step. And that's actually okay. Yeah, because uh, Justine just opened, but I haven't had a chance to eat there. Man, it's good. It's really good. Tariq from Sucre is a good dude, man. I know him pretty well. He's a great dude. You know, so he'll, he'll do something else. Sure. Too much talent not to. I'm sure. You know, I mean, making chocolate is a fine art. Ryan Harrow, Harrow's Chocolate, he um, he was he had a chocolate a coffee shop, and he made chocolate for a while. He ended up closing, too, because it's a tough market, but, man, that chocolate was banging. You want to know something that you don't know about me? What? I used to. You don't like chocolate? No, I love chocolate. I used to own a uh, fudge manufacturing company. I've got fudge. Fudge for days. Fudge we got a caller, man. We got a <laughs> caller. <laughs> hey, Sean, what's up, man? Welcome to the food show. What's hey, Chef Scott, how are you? I'm great, brother. What's up? I uh, had a question. Um, wanted to know what your uh, opinion is of the impact of uh, culinary on the restaurant scene in August, and if you were going to have culinary options at your places. Absolutely, we'll have culinary options at Katie's for sure. Uh, we do it every year, and it is quite an impact. And so is Restaurant Week. Um, I think it's an impact. It, it's gotten bigger and bigger as as it's grown. Um, I'm actually on the board of Louisiana Restaurant Association, so, you know, we're part of that. And, you know, we started Culinary and Restaurant Week, and, and I, think it's, I think it's crucial to the restaurant scene in the dog days of summer. What about you? Oh, I love going to, to places that have that option because you, you get to go to some places that you might not necessarily go, that you have a little cheaper menu, you still get to experience the places without the... Uh, spending an arm and a leg so I, I like it right I mean you know we'll do for uh, for lunch we'll do like a $20 special where you get uh, you know an appetizer entree and dessert or you know soup salad soup, soup or salad gumbo or something entree dessert and we do the same thing for dinner you know and for dinner I think we do it for 35 bucks or something it's really a good deal, man. I mean, there's a lot of restaurants, and more and more restaurants are getting involved every year. I forget the number, but I think it was uh, last year there were almost 300 restaurants that did it, which was, you know, it's grown every year. So it's been um, 
I think it's great for the culinary scene in New Orleans, for sure. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate you calling, man. Thanks. Next. Yeah, the culinary and uh, restaurant week, you know, it's, a lot of people will continue. They'll do, you know, culinary is, you know, a restaurant week is one week or culinary is one week. Or is it one month? I forget. But it um, people will continue it and continue to do those special menus because um, it's such a success. So I'm a big fan of, of, of that. And it's promoted by Hospitality Foundation and the Restaurant Association. And, you know, we, um, we put some money into advertising that for the restaurants. So anyone that, in, that gets involved, I think you'll benefit from it. For sure. So. So. Bud's Broiler is opening. Is it re- Is it opening as Bud's Broiler again? But, or is it changing? I'm not sure. No, I, I think it's there's a one opening on the corner of Canal and City Park. Canal Boulevard and City Park. Or That's the old location. Nope. No. Nope. The old location's by the train tracks on City Park Avenue. And let me tell you, man, I've eaten thousands of Bud's Burgers. We used to skip out of class at Brother Martin and go to the one on Melpamine, or not Melpamine, on um, Palapita Street in Gentilly. We'd go skip out and go eat lunch there until we got caught. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that puts the kibosh on that. That puts the kibosh on that. The brothers didn't like us doing that, you know. No, they generally... They didn't like us doing that at all. But it was fun. I mean, you know, lots of guys used to skip and go down to McDonald's and eat. It's not like we didn't go back. We just wanted to eat something a little bit different. Right. We went back to class. We weren't skipping class. You remember those... We just went for lunch. Remember those, like, rectangular pizzas that you would get at school for school lunch? Did you guys get those down here? Yes. I loved those. I like the hamburgers with all the soybean in them. It's still good. <laughs> right. Now that's like almost a vegetarian <laughs> option. You Whenever I go over to Brother it. Martin, I go read I go raid the kitchen of their soybean burgers and uh and the spicy chicken sandwiches that Brother Martin has. Because I go I do a lot with the school. And when I go over there I'm like, Miss Tina, can I get a couple of spicy chickens? <laughs> right. <laughs> they're they're the ones ones. that have been sitting out all day, you know, but I mean it doesn't matter. They're still good. They're still good. Right. Because you know, they, they and, wonder about how long, you know, what was in them. In, in high school and, and in college, we used to go to a restaurant called the Bally High. How many of you out there remember the Bally High? It was not a Chinese restaurant. It was a Polynesian restaurant. Very nice. Which was just the same thing, except they had lots of Polynesian drinks. It was... Um, Are those the ones with the little... That was awesome, food? man. And then Lenfin's Restaurant on uh, Canal Boulevard. My mom used to go there for, for lunch with her card friends and stuff. And then they had the Rockery Inn. I grew up, that's exactly where I grew up in that whole area. It was really cool. What bums me out is I hear people talk about restaurants in the 60s and 70s that were like in other parts of the city, and I didn't grow up there, so I didn't get to go there. Right. But like collagen, you see the collagen of today. Right. The old collagen was completely different. This collagen is a little bit upscale, 
it's quite a bit upscale compared to the old college end. It was just the old college end was just a bunch of old waitresses running around, man. It was like fried chicken and right. you know, like ham sandwiches. It was just it was great. It was what it, you know, and it had a bar with a bunch of old dudes hanging out, you Blood know. Jazz. Well, you know, I went so today I went I was at one of my clients and I was in his building. And I went up to the second and third floor. This building was built in like 1870-something. Mm. And the second and third floors, the walls are all painted black. There's murals on them. There's old stages. You can just tell that so much has happened in that old building over the years. Dude, I want to see that. It's it's crazy. It looks like what you'd imagine is like a an underground nightclub, like a speakeasy. You know? El Capone. Right, that's 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 the that's how I felt in that building. You know, I could, and it was, Dude, I got to see that. I'm like a historian. Oh, I'll I got to see that, man. I'll take you there. I'll go right there. I mean, my degree's in history. Really? Yeah. So I mean, I'm so, all about that. Um, my building, Katie's, the Kate, the building Katie's is it was built in 1897. Call in number 260-6368 for all of you historians out there that would like to get some history. Call us, please. 260-6368. I'm looking at a book on Tom's little desk here. And it is Things to Do in New Orleans Before You Die. Because you can't do them And I'm very excited... I'm just, you know, I think a great day is when you wake up on the right side of the grass. Well, I just, I, that's what I just don't understand. Like when you have a list that says you must do these things before you die, that's implied just in general. You can't do something after you've died. Well, I'm glad that one of them, whatever, dude. I'm glad that one of them, today. number five, things to do before you die in New Orleans, devour a cushion de lait poor boy. At Katie's. Really? What's on that? We made the big time, dude. That's coleslaw and pork. Delicious. It's delicious. But um, With the there's a nice little write-up here about uh, about Katie's. Well, so I think that's pretty cool. Thank you very much, Miss Beth Diodano. But things to do. Space out at the Saturn Bar. You know what? I think this is a new and cool thing to do is go to the bars on... Um, on St. Claude, okay. you know, I mean, talk about bar hopping on St. Claude. That would be cool. Pay homage to Bur- Bourbon Street. Kermit Ruffin. I mean, they've got some cool stuff in here. It really does. Typical great New Orleans stuff. I love Ramus Gin Fizz. You like Ramus Gin I've Fizz? I've not had that, no. Is that one of the Ooh. 100 things to do before you die? Scale the mile high pie at the Caribbean room. Hmm. Anyway, anybody got any ideas out there? 260-6368. Talk to us. I'm looking to see if anyone is texting here. No one's texting any restaurant stuff. (laughs) We we gotta go to break. This is the food show. With Scotty Craig filling in for Tom Fitzmorris. We'll be right back.
Man. Love Soja. You ever heard Soja? Yeah. Yes, I have, as a matter of fact. It's a little bit of reggae, man. I like to mix it up with the music, man. Well, the music. Have a nice eclectic taste. I do have eclectic taste. I listen to country rap, reggae. I don't care. But Led Zeppelin always comes back to number one. The best ever. Do we have a caller? We do. We have Anthony, I believe. Anthony, what's up, brother? Um, hey, what's going on? Good, man. Thanks for calling. So, yeah. Anthony, is the are you the chef, the owner of Southern? I am. I am. The, the co-owner and the uh, chef of Southern's and Golf Tacos as well. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And you're going to be at Wrong Iron, uh, Wrong Iron this Friday. That place is cool. That place is cool, yeah. They're we're going to be we're gonna be out there tomorrow from like 3 to, I don't know how late it is. I don't even know how late it goes to. Oh, probably we'll 2 in there. the morning. Okay. They do an incredible job. Herbie Dyer and Rusty White and all those guys, man, they know what they're doing. They, I mean, Herbie, he spares no expense when it comes to building bars and restaurants. I mean, if, if anybody, they, they also own the Velvet Cactus, and they, they, they started the Bulldogs, and, and, and you know, they bought Parkway Tavern from me back in 2003, and that, that's the Bulldog on Canal Boulevard. Okay. So, I mean, they're just, they're amazing, man, and they know what they're doing, man, and they're, they're bringing guys like you in. Which you know, it's legendary pop-up food. I mean, you know, you've got a name in the city, like your fried chicken sandwich and stuff. And I've I've heard a lot of great things about about your food, and they've got you popping up there Friday. So, I think everybody needs to get out to that and try that out. I know I am. <laughs> I've been trying to. I've I've I'm going to been following them on Instagram, stalking maybe. I'm going tomorrow. Are you? I love fried chicken sandwiches. This sounds like we should make an episode there. <laughs> we could. We could do an episode with you, man. You know, we do a we do our own little show together. We could do an episode with you. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, that that would be awesome. And look, I'm going to let you guys know. So we have our menu board up there, and when you go over there, and this is pretty standard with uh, with like Nashville hot chicken, um, you kind of pick your heat level. And so we have our Lionel Richie. We love music. Me and Gene, he's the co-owner. We, we absolutely love music. And so we've named the sandwich heat levels on just some, some people we admire. So Lionel Richie, that's our mild. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our Otis Redding, which is our medium heat. And then we have our Rick James. And on the menu, it's actually shown as like super freaking hot. <laughs> and the one you have to follow us to get this one, and I'm, I'm going to let you guys know, is we have the Richard Pryor. It's not on the menu, but what happened was we were going to a few places, and we don't want to hurt the customer. We don't. We want, in fact, even the Rick James, super, super flavorful yet hot. Um, but there was always that one person that would be like, you call that hot? And so, okay, <laughs> yeah. so we went to the lab, and we made a heat level just for that person. And so it's not on the menu. You kind of have to be in the know. But if you get the Richard Pryor, this thing still has flavor, but you're going to want some beer. You're going to want a few beers. So, I mean, um, what, what peppers are you using? So actually, for um, it's a combination. Um, 
of various spices, but to do the Richard Pryor, um, it's funny. We dip the chicken into a top secret thing, but what was what, what was happening was it was neutralizing a lot of the heat. And so what I mean is that the rub itself, if you tasted it, if you just kind of wet your finger and put a little rub on there and tasted it, it would be really hotter, but it wouldn't necessarily transmit into the sandwich once everything was done. So I actually had to find um, Carolina Reaper to do the Richard Pryor. Really? Yeah. That's along with the ghost pepper. Isn't that like the hottest pepper in the world? It's pretty hot, but it's at the same time, it's not... The ridiculous. Actually, the Richard Pryor is pretty hot, but um, I'll just I'll tell you a quick story. Um, the whole way I was introduced to hot chicken is I'm originally from Los Angeles. I can and tell. My brother, I went out, <laughs> and me and my brother were going out to eat, and there's a place out there called Howlin' Rays, and this place is it's like a phenomenon. It's in the middle of Chinatown. Um, they're doing Nashville hot chicken, and any any day of the week. You go over there, and it's a two-hour wait to get their chicken. Oh, and so um, we went. We went early. I think the Dodgers were um, they were in the playoffs, and we went. And it was a Wednesday, and they open at eleven. We're in line at ten thirty, and um, it doesn't even open for half an hour. And the place we're at is still an hour wait, and we got it. Amazing sandwich. Um, and then he thought it would be fun. He's like, "Well, let's get a wing." the howling and i am clueless as to what's going on so i get the wing take a bite and it was pain it was agony yeah, man I, i've done that yeah, <clears throat> i've done that man i was down in costa rica and i was at this bar and it said you get a free t-shirt if you can eat four of their wings and i'm thinking you know i'm a tough guy this is a long time ago i've learned a lot since then but you know i'm, I'm tough i can handle this and they bring out two wings and you, you, you start to go eat one of the wings, and they go, no, 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 hold on a minute. And they bring out a dropper with a skull and crossbones on it, and they put, they, they put some of this, this extra hot sauce on this wing. And I took one bite, and, and I literally couldn't feel my face. It was so hot. And there was nothing you could do. I was eating sugar. I was doing everything I could possibly do. And there was nothing you could do. Needless to say, I didn't eat the four chicken wings. But it was just absurd. It was absurdly hot. Well, the next morning, I wake up at like 5 o'clock in the morning, and, you know, it was coming out, okay? And that was, I had tears in my eyes. It was burning so bad. Oh, wow. You know, I had to stick my butt up into an air conditioner. I mean, it's just, you know, there's no need to eat something that hot. I mean, it's just no need. I mean... (laughs) But that's my experience for it. So I'm going to come order one of those sandwiches tomorrow, and I'm going to go about mid-range. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. yeah. I'm going to introduce myself to you. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we look forward to it. Anthony, you rock, man. Good luck with your venture. Uh, call All me right. if you ever need anything, and appreciate you calling in, man. Will do. Thank Thanks. you so much. Bye, All guys. Right, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know. I'm sure that chicken sandwich out in L.A. was very good, but I ain't waiting two hours. No, that's an incredible amount of time. You know, it, I don't wait well, so you know me. I call everybody ahead and say, hey, I'm coming. Right. Can I get a table? Because right. I'm not a waiting type person. Right. But uh, hopefully the line won't be that long at, at Iron. No, it's wrong, wrong Iron. iron. The place is incredible. Wait till you see this place. I'm excited. 
He put some money in this place, man. I mean, he bought these oak trees, and he spent a lot of money on each oak tree. I mean, just a lot. And um, he's, uh, like, he just, Herbie is a, a legendary landscaper. I asked him to come do something at the deli, but there's no place to do anything at the deli. Right. You'd landscape you know, like one little strip over on the side. It would be one. Yeah, and then it, it takes away parking, parking spots. Yeah. So let's face it. Parking's an issue there. But it's worth coming there even though you have to walk a half a block. Right. And it's not that bad. You just no. pull around the corner and park. Yeah. It's a nice And when the bank opens up on the corner, they're going to let us use the lot. Oh, well, that'll be nice. Which should help a whole lot. You know, let me tell you, so, since we were talking about hot stuff, and I've been following these guys on Instagram for a long time, wanting to eat this chicken sandwich, and because of my schedule and how they pop up in random places, I have never been able to make it. But you're talking hot stories, so I got one for you. Mm. When I was, when I was in, I think fourth or fifth grade, I lived in Washington D.C. My father was a college professor and political scientist who wrote a book, and he was paid to move to D.C. and work there for a while. So our family went there. And we lived in a neighborhood with lots of different people from all over the world. Cultures. Yeah, I had yeah. I had friends from, uh, you know, anywhere you can think of. Right. Well, this particular story is about this friend from Korea. And we would go to, he would come to our house for dinner sometimes. And we would go to there. I would go to his house. And you would sit, you know, sit on the floor on the mats. So it was very authentic. And we're sitting there having dinner. And the food's all out, so we're having our, you know, food. And his mother didn't speak English. But she would, like, you know, encourage. And she would, she would nod and smile. You know, she was friendly. And um, so there was this salad. It's like a, it, was, it was green with, like, red dressing on top of it. And um, I went to, I put some on my plate. And she's like, she's like, hold her hand. She's like, no, no, no. I said, no, I, I love salad. And I love, <laughs> I love this. I thought, what was that red dressing, Catalina? It was not Catalina. It was not Catalina. It was the hottest thing I have ever eaten in my life. As yeah. soon as I started eating it, my eyes were watering, my tongue swells up. That's brutal, I'm man. Drinking water, and and but I had to call my parents to come and get me. Why do people cook things with that much spice? Well, here's the thing, they. They were all eating it just fine, like like but, nothing was wrong. I don't get it. <laughs> growing up eating that, I you guess. Know, you know, I mean, ghost pepper. There's there's a hot sauce out there that you can buy called Dave's, and it's ghost pepper. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, man, it's just it's inedible. I mean, you put a couple of drops of that in a pot of sauce, and you can taste it. Right. It's crazy. Hey, we've got a couple of callers. Hey, Stephen, what's up, man? Hey, uh, you need to solve a problem that Marianne and I are having. We we love your burger. We think your burger is the best at Frangelica's. So, but is it ground brisket? It is ground or, brisket. Okay. Well, I, you know, she told me that uh, Sam Sammy's restaurant on Elysian Fields grounds your meat for you. He does at Katie's. At Katie's. Katie's is different. That's ground sirloin. We do it. Well, that's what I stopped over there and they said, oh, no, it's ground sirloin. And I said, okay. So it is brisket. So that answers that question. At Francesca, it's brisket. And the fat from the brisket is so flavorful. Because you notice notice what makes when when we cook brisket, we smoke brisket, 
You eat you the know? meat. We also eat the fat because the fat's so delicious. So yeah. we're using the fat to make the brisket burger. And, I mean, it just, I think it's second to none. I ate one today for yeah. lunch. I eat three or four okay. a week. <laughs> and also, I had a new experience today. Uh-huh. This uh, ice cream they make on a fro and roll it. Rolled ice cream? Have you had any Rolled of that? ice cream? I have. It's absolutely delicious. I love it. Yeah. There's uh, my, you know where I had it the first time was at a uh, Fireman Mike's, on Harrison Avenue. Okay. Okay. He, he does it, and then there's a place out in on Jefferson Highway. There's also a place on St. Claude, next to the McDonald's at uh, Franklin. I did. What's that one called? Freeze up or something like that. The one on Jefferson Highway is roulette, like roll, yeah. but in French. And I haven't been yeah. there yet, but um, I can't get past Creole Creamery. Yeah. <laughs> I love Creole Creamery, man. It's good. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I wanted to find out about the hamburger because yeah. Marianne and I talk about it regularly on the show. Thank you, and Steve. And, and I want to let you know, we uh, we fixed the potatoes at Francesca. <laughs> I'm glad you remembered that. I, I, my brother, I never forgot that, and it bugged me so bad because you asked me that day, and I said, man, that's fresh potatoes, man. We don't use potato buds. And sure enough, I went in the back, and I went, you did not. You did not. They snuck that in on me, man. Well, how did you even have it in the house? I don't know. I, I really, He went and bought them. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like Knuckles, we don't do that here. Uh-uh. Well, I mean, so. if he was going somewhere where you could buy potato buds, I would think he could buy regular potatoes and make uh, them. That, Steve, I can promise you that's never going to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling, man. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And uh, that, Steve's a, a, a longtime regular of Katie's and Francesca, and, and he came in to the deli know, a couple months ago, well, maybe longer, and he got the meatloaf special. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Scotty, these potatoes, man, you're using you're using potato buds? Uh, and I'm like, no way, man, no way. And so, you know, I, I just I thought, man, no, you, you're tasting it wrong. There's just no way. So, you know, we were really busy. And then, you know, after after he Steve left and I went back in the kitchen, I, I went, I tasted the potatoes and I went, no way. I went, Knuckles, what are you doing? I said, well, I can't do that, man. you got to make fresh potatoes. And so from now on, it's been fresh potatoes. Yeah. But, but Steve busted me. And it's time for another break. Uh, you're listening to The Food Show with Chef Scott Craig filling in for Tom Fitzmorris at WWW, excuse me, WWL 105.3 HD2. Be right back. Creed. Remember back in the '90s, everybody tried to sound, sing like, sing like him, you know.
It makes me just want to listen. Should have been there on a Sunday morning. Man, I love Creed. You're back with the food show. Yes, indeed. Scotty Craig filling in for the legend, Tom Fitzmorris, and my friend Michael Osterfeld, marketing guru, across the table from me. We've got a very special caller. Cindy, what's up? It's Cindy Clark. I know who it is. How you doing? Hey. Y'all were fun of having a blast. I wish I was with you. Hey, Scott. Hi, mm. Mike. Hey, Cindy. How are you? It is. It's a, it's a great good. big studio. Y'all talking about hot, 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 huh? So well, I have man. a question for you. I have to, so on ice cream topic, I wanted to just let you know, and you're talking about pop-ups. There's this new, very cool pop-up called the Wandering Goat, and it's ice cream. It's so hot out there, right? We want ice cream. But let me tell you, they're making these beer floats, and they're going to be at Gordon Biersch next Wednesday, June 26th at 4, till making beer floats with amazing fresh ice cream made with goat milk. Oh, no way. That's cool. That sounds yeah. awesome. You know, that kind of reminds it's me of pop-up. something. That reminds me of something because I've I've people think I'm crazy, but have you ever dunked a chocolate chip cookie in a beer? No, I never have. But it's delicious. You're ahead of me. You take strawberry abita beer, and you get a really high quality chocolate chip cookie. One that you know, <laughs> hopefully you would make it home, and dunk it like you would oh, dunk it in milk, and it's it's unbelievable. So I could see. Beer with ice cream? Oh, my God. That's so funny you said that. They're going to be at Abita Beer, too, and they're using um, some of their non-alcoholic drinks to make floats over there, too. But you should Mm. check them out. And um, I haven't tried it yet, but I'm going to try to go to the Gordon Beers. And the girl's name is Brandy. um, Brandy Morrison and Dale Gotra. Um, and yeah, it's just called the the Wandering Goat. They're gonna be. Have you ever heard of Brew Carre? Brew Carre? Brew Carre? No. Never okay, heard they're of. supposed to be there too on June 29th, and then they're making it also with um, with uh, rum. They're making some some ice creams with rum as well. That sounds like so. my kind of pairing. Man. I love ice cream. I know you guys love rum. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, we, we, we like Gubba the, rum. Yeah, when we were on Gubba your show. rum, yeah, he's cool too. I like. Well, y'all, Gub. Awesome. Wait, okay, so Scott, on the topic of since you are a chef extraordinaire too, on the topic of heat, you were talking about, um, you know, why do people make foods like overly peppery and overly spicy? So question to you in your kitchen so what's your philosophy when it comes to like you know do you prefer to like what is good and what's bad when it comes to heat when it comes to the terms of peppering and and you know you know when you get past a habanero pepper when you start going past that kind of heat i mean oh i just bumped into the uh sound thing here side of the volume when you when you start when you start getting past the habanero, which habanero is a pretty hot pepper, 
really is. It gets to mm-hmm. be ridiculous. And I'm not talking about spicy. I love spice. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love cooking with spice. But when you talk about the kind of heat that makes your lips swell, I mean, right. that's that's ridiculous. not that's ridiculous. That's and, you know, and I, I don't get it. So, I mean, we were talking to Anthony about about Southern and. You know, he's got he's got a couple of really hot chicken breasts, hot sauces for his chicken breasts mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. idiots that want that kind of heat. I mean, you, your lips are going <laughs> to swell up. I mean, but, you know, I think he's got a great he's got something great there because he's going to make something so hot and people are going to go, oh, man, that's even too hot for me. Well, you know, that's the way right. I thought back in 1994 when I was thinking, man, I could eat hot stuff. You know, I can drink Tabasco. Right. And then you eat something with ghost pepper in it, and you realize that that's like, that's just a different level of hot. Well, and there's you know? a ridiculous right. level there, right? So I think that the way that the, uh, I judge heat is based on, does it enhance the flavor? Because if mm-hmm. it's too hot, it just wipes out the, fl- there's nothing you can taste. You can't taste right. anything. Right, where are the natural ingredients? Right. I like to taste some of the natural ingredients. It's yeah. like when people boil crawfish and they put so much cayenne pepper in it that they're so spicy right. that the whole time you're I mean you're just like just you're trying right. to drink water and it's just they're too spicy and I, I know I just don't understand the purpose of cooking like that it just it ruins I everything enjoy the crawfish you know right. the beautiful sweet crawfish right. you know not the overheat that's true that's great well thank you that's great information guys yeah. and um, you know, I um, we, to you both. Uh, oh, what? A, okay, go ahead, Scott. We opened up the show talking about Troy Jindus, and that was the first oh, restaurant did? I mentioned. Yeah. Oh, think, that's great. I think that's. So a, what is your a, favorite thing there? Well, it's hot. My favorite thing is the spumoni. You haven't tried the spumoni yet. No, I haven't. But, but I had the lasagna, and it was unbelievable. And Stephanie got the uh, fried soft shell crab over pasta, and it had shrimp and spinach and everything in it and it was just really delicious but you know when i go to a place like like jindusa's market I, you know i'm going to get something like lasagna i want to taste his red sauce exactly his the red talent. sauce is incredible man i can't wait to well, go eat his pizza compliment. i want to try his it's pizza it's a big compliment coming from you because you mm. know you had italian creole restaurants too so well, I mean... Uh, does he know you're a big fan? I mean, I'm sure he does, huh? Well, I mean, I told him I really liked it, but have I talked to him mm-hmm. about it? No, but I've been talking about his restaurant for sure. Well, I don't know who's that's listening. That's very cool. But, you know. Yeah, I think everybody's starting to... Uh, not everybody, but many, many people have discovered him. So he, he's pretty, pretty crowded. They were uh, busy. Pretty regularly. Yeah. And, you know, and I think, so I, think I think that, you know, Rivertown's kind of a special little place. When it gets cooler, it we're going to go back down there. When it gets cooler, it's too darn hot right now. Man. It is. I wanted to say one thing about you. You have a beignet. You have a seafood beignet that uh, is delicious. And so I guess your philosophy goes in there because it's spicy, but you can still taste the flavor of the seafood. So. All I'm using in there is pickled jalapenos. That's just spicy. That's not hot. I don't right. even use fresh jalapenos. I like pickled jalapenos cause, because I like the juice. I use the mm-hmm. actual juice from the pickled jalapeno to make the aioli. So, and, and tell everybody where they can get that. Where That's at Katie's in Mid-City, right? Yep, and it's just, Katie's. is it called the seafood beignet? Because I right. had that last summer. We have the it. seafood beignet and we have the award-winning crawfish beignet. And what it is is fried pizza dough stuffed with, you know, sautéed crawfish tails, 
um, and then we do some caramelized onions, which we actual car- actually caramelize with agave nectar to sweeten them some Ooh. more. And yeah. then we use the pickled mm-hmm. jalapeno, and we use cheddar cheese, mozzarella, and pro and provel cheese. The cheese yeah. I get from from the hill in St. Louis. It's yeah. good, man. It's I think it's underappreciated because you know, like Tom has called it in the past, it's just a processed cheese, but that's what it mm-hmm. is. But I mean, when mm-hmm. you shred it and you melt it, it really makes mm-hmm. a great it makes a a great combo with another cheese. It just mm-hmm. it melts really well. It melts very creamy. Oh. So, Okay, yeah. so it's a texture thing. It's a texture it's thing more so than a flavor thing. Well, mm-hmm. It's it's smoked. It's got a good smoked mm-hmm. flavor. You know, but I really like. I it. I enjoy it. I have it on your pizza, the shrimp and artichoke pizza with the white garlic sauce. Right. Yep. One of my favorites. That's at Francesca and also Kate. Yeah. So everyone should try that one. Uh, Scott has a, a unbelievable pizza. At Francesca and at Katie's, and what is the name of it? I forget the name the of it. Shrimp and artichoke. <laughs> it's just simple. What, what the ingredients are, okay? The shrimp and artichoke, and then we have another one called Indeed. the yard bird, and that's chicken. Yard <laughs> okay. bird. Thank you. All right, yeah. Sandy. Thanks for calling, Ben. Well, thank See you. See you for soon. My call. Bye, Mike. You'll have a great afternoon. Okay. Bye, bye. You too. Okay. Bye, bye. That is. Cindy Clark, and she's got her own show, The Cuisine Report, that Mike and I have been blessed to be on several times. Um, she comes on on um, Mondays. Was that, did she switch to Monday? But she switched to Monday because I filled in. It was on Monday. Monday. She yeah. switched to Monday, so I'm a little bit confused. She's going to be going to every day. I know that. And it's a great show. She talks about great restaurants. She's got great sponsors. But we got to go to another break. You're listening to the food show with Scotty Craig filling in for Tom Pitts-Morris. We go back to Billy. To close it out. Something I was going to tell What did? Nothing like a little Billy Holiday to close out the show. That's right. <laughs> We've got some uh, eclectic music choices here. Yes, I am eclectic when it comes to music. That's good. I have a wide variety of... But you know Creed, that last one, it's been one of my favorite bands for a long time. Man. Saw them in concert at the great UNO Lakefront Arena. Shout out to Marco Perez, Stephanie Perino-Craig, David Armand... David Linderman, Lucas Funderburg, the whole gang that runs Lakefront Arena. Wow. It's a great arena, man. I mean, it's, there is the, the best concerts ever were at Lakefront Arena. You've probably never even been there, have you? Nope. 
But, I mean, the problem is it only seats 8,000 people for big shows. Only 8,000. Right. Yeah. So, and where the Smoothie King does, you know, 18,000 for basketball, so 15,000 for... So it's got almost double the capacity. So right. all the bigger shows now have gone to Lakefront Arena, you know, and, and I mean to uh, Smoothie King Center, and it's what it is. Yeah. Well, the Stones are going to be at the Superdome. Super How many seats They're is They're expecting 40,000. Wow. That's a lot of peeps. It's a lot of ticket sales. A lot of ticket sales. Oh, but I think you got to pay them like $10 million to the dome, right, probably. I think no. You have to pay ten million to Stones. Although they're probably they're probably producing their own right. show. They're they're charging. I think it. I think it's tickets. like seventy thousand to rent out the Smoothie King Center. Well, that's it. That's it. You got that. We'll rent it for a day just to play. Just rent it for a day to play and invite our friends. And we'll you know we'll get a couple of bands to play. That'd be cool. Yeah. Bring so Dave that's Matthews. Grand. You like Dave Matthews? My yeah. wife loves Dave. I love Dave Matthews. The first, first. Uh, Francesca loves Dave. Yeah. Well, then she's obviously got good taste in music. She does. And men. Well, yeah. now. Didn't do too bad there. She didn't twenty years ago, but now she's got good taste in men. She likes the gray-haired, uh, founding father-looking dudes. Like uh, Colonel Sanders. Like me. Yeah. No, didn't you? Aren't you the one that said that cartoon that I made made you look like Colonel Sanders? For the for the label for the no sauce. no no Kenny Rogers oh okay so. I do kind of look like Kenny Rogers man you know I give that to myself well you know we're both kind of chubby right gray beard. we like food gray beard and when you cartoon someone they tend to they lose a lot of their other features right, so you correct. get the big the right. beard I actually like the cartoon picture good I'm glad the bride thinks it that. needs a little bit of work I can when are we gonna we gotta get these things man. The sauce? Yeah, I can make the sauce. I got some made. We got it, you know. Did we, we didn't try the last batch yet. We didn't. I haven't even tried it. No, I have tried it. It was good. Was it? Well, it doesn't yeah. have all that cinnamon and stuff in it, so it, it, it uh, it's no. definitely good. Well, this has been a good show. It has. You it know? It has. I wish, you know, some people would call in and talk about restaurant experiences. Right. That's so I don't have to talk about Katie's and Bienvenue and Francesca the whole time. Right. Oh, I can talk about how, so uh, Tula, as I told you about that, well, they're opening another restaurant across the lake. The uh, one, on, no, that's a the one on Bayou Signet? Yeah. And yeah. that's the one you're going to be marketing? And mm -hmm. if, anybody, mm -hmm. if anybody needs a great marketer, man, Michael Osterfeld. I appreciate Inc. that. Well, <laughs> another... Two hours in the books of the food show, but this one is not Tom Fitzmorris. You'll be listening to Duke LeCicero tomorrow, the legend that I've been talking about, man. Um, Duke's a good dude. Uh, great chef. Listen to him tomorrow. And um, you've been listening to WWL 105.3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.